What's happening, everybody? On today's show, a historic baseball season for the Tennessee Vols. How far can they go? A nice SEC tournament run for a couple of teams, but will it matter with the regional seedings coming out? Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. All right, we've got plenty to get into. We'll get into the SEC tournament in just a second. But first and foremost, the big news today, several NCAA uh, or SEC teams found out uh, where they are going to be hosting regional sites. In fact, uh, Sunday evening, we found out the 16 regional sites that were announced, uh, which will begin the postseason as regional hosts. And the SEC had four teams get the nod. Tennessee, Florida, Texas A&M, and Auburn all going to be hosting regional sites. The Tennessee Vols, the number one team in the land, coming off of an SEC tournament title. They are the odds-on favorite to get to Omaha and win the College World Series. But also of note, you know, look, they were the dominant team in the East this year. In the West, Texas A&M was the, just the absolute surprise team. Jim Schlossnagel, we had him on the show before the season, talked about how difficult of a challenge it was going to be coming into a tough situation, kind of trying to settle in at A&M, coming over from all those years at TCU. But he is a guy who's got a great pedigree when it comes to postseason success. And he's ahead of schedule with the Aggies already. But this will be the first time since 2017 that they will have postseason baseball at Olsen Field in College Station. So congrats to the Aggies. It's a, quite an accomplishment. And they are going to be hosting postseason baseball in College Station. Going to be some rocking atmospheres. Also at Auburn, they will be a host site. Very excited for them and their fan base. It's their 23rd regional appearance. And, uh, you know, Auburn's going to bring it with their crowds out there as well. Uh, 64 teams in the baseball tournament, of course, will be made up of 31 automatic bids, 33 at-large uh, picks, and those picks will be revealed later today on ESPN2. Now, as of this recording, we do not have the official picks yet because that's coming out noon Eastern uh, on Monday if you're watching this or listening to this on Monday. But outside of the SEC, the other host sites will be Austin, Blacksburg, Chapel Hill, College Park, uh, Coral Gables, Corvallis, Greenville, Hattiesburg, Louisville, Stanford, Stillwater, and Statesboro. Kind of the uh, surprise one there as Georgia Southern is going to be a host site. So what does it look like for some of the other teams from the SEC and what maybe they can expect when it comes to seeding? Well, D1 Baseball, they do a pretty good job of projecting this every year and taking a look at their projected field of 64 they have Georgia slated, again, this is just projections as of this recording, but they have Georgia projected as a three seed in the Statesboro Regional versus Georgia Southern. So, uh, look, if, if Georgia has to go to Georgia Southern, I hate to say it for Georgia Southern, but it's probably going to be more Georgia fans there uh, than Georgia Southern fans just because of the uh, close prox proximity to Athens. Now, if the committee really wants to do wrong by Georgia. They could send them out west or send them out on the road, but we will see what happens there. 
Uh, Vanderbilt, they have projected as a two seed going to Louisville. So that would be a nice draw for Vanderbilt. Uh, D1 Baseball has LSU as a two seed going to Hattiesburg to face Southern Miss. Now, Southern Miss has had a fantastic season, and they typically have a pretty good home, uh, home field environment there at their ballpark. But LSU, we know they travel. We know they follow their team. So that will be an interesting one if that's where they send LSU because there will be a lot of Tiger faithful heading out there to support the Tigers. And then lastly, D1 Baseball, they project Arkansas as a two seed going to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Again, close proximity makes a lot of sense there. Here's the problem. A lot of times the NCAA, when they do the uh, regional sites, or, or rather uh, the seeding, sometimes it doesn't make sense. You know, in years past, we've seen them send LSU out to Los Angeles to play UCLA. We've seen some weird times where they send teams, you know, halfway across the country that doesn't make a lot of sense. We'll see if that uh, holds true in this year, if they do stick to the thought process of keeping things more regional. It, it I will say this, just kind of putting a cap on the SEC season, it's a shocking end. Uh, or a really shocking season for both Ole Miss and the reigning national champions in Mississippi State. Uh, obviously, Mississippi State didn't even make the SEC tournament. That was a shocker just uh, with with everything that went wrong for this team all this year uh, as the reigning national champs, and things just went south from the very start of the season. Ole Miss, they had their ups and downs, but uh, again, they are not projected to make the tournament. And then Another team, Kentucky, had a nice run in the SEC tournament, but as of now, D1 Baseball projecting that they get left out, so we will see what happens there. Now, while on hand at in Hoover for the SEC Baseball Tournament title uh, game between Tennessee and Florida, the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey uh, was in the booth, and he was asked specifically about the SEC holding its own football playoff. He was... Uh, ready with a quick joke about the college football playoff saying the SEC basically held its own title game this year when Georgia beat Alabama for the national championship. So nothing is imminent when it comes to an SEC only playoff, but uh, Greg Sankey kind of joking around with it and the SEC uh, meetings down in Destin get underway this week and we will see what discussions are had about possibly playing an SEC uh, only playoff and all the other things that happen to be on the table. But the biggest issue at hand that they're going to take care of first and foremost is how is this, how are you going to do the schedules, football schedule and every other sport with Texas and Oklahoma joining the league here very soon. Uh, and when does this happen? Are we still waiting a couple of years for it to happen? We will see. One last thing with the SEC baseball tournament. Now, even though the contract to play the tournament has expired, the SEC and the city of Hoover have had agreed in principle to keep it in Hoover uh, in 2023 and 2024, according to uh, Herb Vincent from the SEC office. So because of COVID canceling the 2020 tournament, both parties agreed to extend their former agreement through this year's event. The new two-year extension will be all uh, yes, first time the SEC uh, has decided to keep it, keep it here in Hoover for the next couple of years, and we'll see uh, if they decide to move it around once, obviously, Oklahoma and Texas join. There's been some talk about maybe you move it to a, a closed stadium, either in Dallas or Houston. That way, weather doesn't play a factor like it seems to every year, and certainly had an effect this year, having to push games back day by day by day. Uh, it was a successful tournament, but man, certainly wrecks with your travel schedule, uh, 
You know, if you're a fan of a certain team and you go there expecting to play on a Wednesday and then suddenly gets pushed back to Thursday, you got to add more uh, days to your hotel trip and everything else that's involved with it. But uh, nonetheless, it was a successful weekend at the SEC Baseball Tournament, and we'll recap that for you in just a second. But first, I want to remind you about our friends over at Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online, they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, uh, MLB scores, fights, even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn about all the trends and action they have going for you there. BetOnline.net, that's the place. Bookmark it on your phone so you can check it out every day. It is BetOnline, and it is where the game starts. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, you can check out the Locked On Sports Podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So, uh, Tennessee Volunteers, they continued their dominant play, wrapped up an impressive performance in Hoover, Alabama on Sunday with an 8-5 win over Florida to win the SEC tournament. The Vols were the number one team. They never trailed at the tournament, and they played up to the hype to roll through the event. I mean, they found themselves in a sticky, close game with Kentucky in the semifinals and then erupted in the 8th and ninth inning to uh, put them away. But the Vols become the first program to win the SEC basketball tournament and baseball tournament titles in the same season. Uh, Yet the Tennessee team, they did it on the mound, at the plate, in the field. They've got it all. Um, While the shutout ended in the eighth inning, Tennessee bounced back after it dropped last year's finale 7-2 to Arkansas. Um, Tennessee, they secured their fourth SEC tournament title in program history, first since 1995. It was the same year uh, Tennessee last won the regular season championship. The Vols uh, did their damage with a four-run fifth inning, a three-run sixth inning. Uh, Florida added three runs in the eighth, tacked on two runs in the ninth, thanks to -to back-to-back doubles. But Tennessee's Seth Stevenson, an excellent day at the plate, going three for five with a double, two RBIs, two runs scored. And Drew Gilbert, he added three RBIs on a two-for-five outing with a home run, uh, an impressive bat flip, and a double that cleared the bases in the fifth. Tony Vitello, after the game, talking with the media, said, look, we don't have any Todd Heltons on this team, but we've got a bunch of grinders. So kind of like there at the end. It was a weird start, a weird finish to this game, but we got guys that will compete for all nine innings. Uh, Vitello was then asked about Tennessee never trailing all week, what he was most proud of. He said the the fact that we were on nightclub hours all tournament with the rain and everything, you had to stay up late, you didn't know, you know exactly what time you were going to be playing some of these games. He said the guys were a little gassed in the dugout. They wouldn't admit it, but you could see those things and the way they showed up with consistency for preparation, start to finish the games. It's kind of been our staple all season long. But he said they were really challenged with the weather and the competition, just all the crazy hours here, but happy about his team. Uh, he said, look, I'm happy for my guys, happy for the, for, uh, the year that we've had. Uh, these guys, they set us up to do this because I don't know if we can do this if we weren't in this uh, same game last year. So congrats to the Vols on a uh, great regular season run, a great SEC tournament run. And now we will see, will they be able to win it all in the uh, once they get to the regional, the Super Regional, get some Vols fans a little 
superstitious, saying, yeah, I know we're historic. I know this is one of the best teams we've ever had, but you know, are we just going to lose in the Super Regional like we have in the past when we've had some really, really good teams? So we will see. A quick uh, note on uh, softball real quick before we get to the uh, all-tournament team from the SEC tournament. And softball, Arkansas, they lost in their Super Regional. They beat Texas 7-1 in Game 1. But they lost 3-1 and then 3-0 in the next two games. And the Texas Longhorns advanced to the Women's College World Series. So Arkansas gets eliminated. Mississippi State, they quickly lost in their home Super Regional, losing to Arizona 3-2 and then 7-1. So the Wildcats advanced there. And the lone SEC team still representing uh, in the softball postseason. Virginia Tech uh, in their regional. Florida, they lost 6 to nothing in Game 1. But they came back to win 7-2 in Game 2 and then 12 to nothing on Sunday, run-ruling the Hokies and advancing to the Women's College World Series for the 11th time in program history. So go Gators, representing for the SEC, lone SEC team, still playing in the Women's College World Series. Best of luck to them. Uh, thanks again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we are going to run through the all-tournament team and the MVP of the SEC tournament. Roll along here, locked on SEC. And as you mentioned, some of the postseason run that this uh, Tennessee baseball team has been on. Obviously, they get a lot of guys recognized on the all-tournament team. Drew Gilbert led three Tennessee players on the SEC all-tournament team after the Vols. Uh, as we mentioned, won the program's first conference championship since 1995. Tennessee center fielder was named MVP after he delivered a home run and a double on Sunday as he went two for five with four ribbies. Uh, T- Kentucky, they had four players make the team as the 12th seed made an impressive run through Saturday night. Wyatt Langford, Jack Cagl- Caglianoni uh, represented Florida. And... It was just an impressive run by uh, all these guys. Texas A&M, Jack Moss, uh, Alabama's Caden Rose. They all made the team. And, again, just going through all the rain that everybody had to deal with and skipping days and not knowing what time you're going to play on certain days, it was uh, quite an impressive uh, run for a lot of these teams. But running out the rest of the tournament team, Chase Dolander from Tennessee. Uh, He makes the all-tournament team. Sean Harney, uh, pitcher from Kentucky. Both those guys very impressive. So, uh, again, congrats to Drew Gilbert, your MVP of the tournament. Just a couple other notes uh, before we call it a show. Derek Rusin, a Northwest Arkansas uh, radio host on ESPN Arkansas, was reading this story over the weekend. Apparently, he's been punished by his radio station following comments he made about an Arkansas baseball player. His comments were in response to catcher Michael Turner's answer to a question about the Razorbacks' recent struggles. Turner said the Hogs are, quote, trying to keep the circle tight and cut out a lot of the outside noise. It's not always that easy to play here. There's a lot of people that are fans. Some are good fans. Some are not good fans. And if you read Twitter after the game, uh, you can get in your mind a little bit. So we're just trying to keep the circle tight and keep moving forward. Well, uh the uh, Derek Ruskin responded on Twitter and said, uh, I'll say it, and I wouldn't say this about a younger player, Michael Turner, he is a fifth-year guy from Kent State. He's a stupid bleep, the catcher for the Arkansas Razorbacks. He said that during uh, his Friday show. Well, 
I followed up with, first of all, you're not a Razorback. You're a rental player and you have sucked. So thanks for nothing. Secondly, as a rental player, you do not get to come in here and criticize this fan base. Not a chance. The question was about the entire team and you use the entire answer to take a swing at the fan base. You are a disgrace, Michael Turner. A disgrace. You should not get to wear that uniform again. What a loser. You know why they're losing? Because you're a loser and you're the catcher. You're in charge of this whole thing on the infield. Pretty strong statement there uh, going after Michael Turner. Well, ESPN Arkansas, their market manager, Tommy Kraft, he's responded. He released a statement that said uh, Ruskin would be uh, taking time away from the station, said his comments went too far and did not meet the station's standard for quality content. So just one of those stories that comes out uh, from an otherwise fun weekend across the SEC. Obviously not for Arkansas. The thing's uh, not gone well for them down the stretch of this season and obviously uh, at the SEC tournament. But man, cooler heads have to prevail, whether it's uh, radio show hosts or players or whatever, because... Sometimes uh, things go a little bit over the top. So anyway, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Uh, definitely want to keep tuned in this week. We're going to catch up, uh, talk some SEC recruiting throughout this week, and much, much more. We're going to have some great shows along the way. So make sure you subscribe to Locked on SEC, both on the audio version and on YouTube. I'm Chris Gordy. You guys have a great day.